0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair in 77 at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 3rd of August, 2022. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Another hot day in store for you today. Sunny skies, high 95, heat index up to 106. We'll be under a heat advisory today. Now, of course, that means take all your regular heat precautions. If you've got some strenuous outdoor activity that you need to do, Try and get that done early in the morning, if possible. Could see a pop-up shower or thunderstorm, just like we did yesterday, that unexpected late afternoon one that we got. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll have a low of 75. Now Thursday, we've got a good chance of rain. 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Partly sunny otherwise, high 89, but a heat index as high as 99. Thursday night, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Partly cloudy, low of 75. Friday, sunny skies, but a 40% chance of rain, maybe a thunderstorm, high of 90. For the weekend, slight chance of showers, both Saturday and Sunday. High of 91 on Saturday, up to 96 on Sunday. Right now, it's fair and 77 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day. It is Amanda Lilly with the Moralton Post Office. Obituaries this morning, Johnny L. Deal age D. Two of Atkins, died on Tuesday, August 2nd. He was a member of Hillcrest Pentecostal Church and is survived by his wife, Marilyn Martin Deal, two sons, Brian Deal and Alan Deal, three daughters, Jaylee Deal, Dawn Collins and Brandy Latham, one brother, 11 grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and numerous family and friends. Visitation will be Thursday, August 4th, 6-8 p.m. at the Limley Chapel. Graveside service and burial will be Friday, August 5th, 11 a.m. at Bowden Cemetery with Reverend Bob Branch officiating. Arrangements by Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. Robert Lee Redmond, age 90, has died. A Zoom memorial service will be Sunday, August 7th and for details call 501-354 9879, arrangements by Niels Rosewood, funerals and cremations. Now, 733, let's turn to news this morning. Conway County is among 20 Arkansas counties designated as primary natural disaster areas due to the prolonged drought. Governor Asa Hutchinson announced the designation by U.S. Department of Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack on Tuesday. Faulkner, Pope, and Van Buren counties are among the other primary counties in the declaration which is separate from the four counties in northern Arkansas, designated a disaster area last week. A secretarial disaster designation makes farm operators in the primary counties and all counties contiguous to those counties eligible to be considered for certain assistance from the Farm Service Agency. As contiguous counties, farmers in Perry, Yale, and 18 other counties also qualify for assistance. Farmers in eligible counties have eight months from the date of the disaster declaration to apply for emergency loans from FSA. Affected farmers in Conway, Perry, and Faulkner counties can contact the FSA office in Morrilton for more information. The Arkansas Judicial Discipline and Disability Commission has recommended that the Arkansas Supreme Court suspend Pope County District Judge Don Bourne without pay. A press release said, Bourne accepted the recommendation for a censure and suspension rather than contest multiple allegations that date back more than a year. Bourne is accused of violating the Judicial Conduct Code after engaging in, quote, injudicious behavior toward defendants, unquote. The agency recommended a 90-day suspension with 75 held in abeyance for a year if the judge demonstrates changed behavior. Bourne also agreed not to run for office again after his term expires, at the end of 2024. 7.35, fair and 77. We'll warm up to 95 today with a heat index as high as 106. We'll be under a heat advisory. We will have sunny skies, but we've got a slight chance of a pop-up shower or thunderstorm this afternoon. Always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 737 Fair and 77 at the KVOM Studios. County fair season is quickly approaching, and this year Conway County and Perry County will have their fairs the same week, September 6th through 10th. In Conway County, activities will begin with the Pageant and Talent Contest on August 27th. The parade will be held September 7th at 5 p.m. with the theme Homegrown Fun. Activities in the livestock barn and on the midway will continue throughout the week. And County Extension Agent Alicia Hugan says there will be ample opportunity for volunteers to step up and help ensure the fair runs smoothly.
1: There's going to be several different opportunities for individuals to volunteer, from the educational exhibit building um, to just different aspects of the fair. So if anyone or a service organization out there would like to volunteer, um, you know, contact the fair board, they have a Facebook page, or you're welcome to give us a call at the extension office and we can point you in the right direction.
0: In Perry County, the Pageant and Talent Show will kick things off on August 20th. The parade is scheduled for September 6th at 6 p.m. with the theme, Who You Gonna Call? Honoring All Emergency Medical Personnel. A schedule of events and more information on the Perry County Fair can be found on the Perry County Fair Association Facebook page. Information about the Conway County Fair can be found on the website conwaycountyfair.com. The Disabled American Veterans Chapter 13 of Morlton will host its first fundraising golf tournament at the Morlton Country Club Thursday morning at 10. Entry fee for the three-person scramble is $225 per team. The tournament is limited to the first 36 teams and registration will be available the day of the event if all slots are not filled. Commander Ray Payne says all funds raised will help the DAV with their support of veterans in Conway County.
2: We have veterans get relocated when they are homeless. Uh, we also feed them. Uh, we also do claims for them to, you know, to get benefits uh, and
0: also uh, in placement and in, in back into society. And this is all, all the proceeds that we do here stays here in Conway County. To register for the golf tournament or to get more information about the local DAV chapter, call Ray at 501 215 1576 or Billy Sanders at 501 501- 208 The Moralton Fire Department is looking for dedicated citizens who would like to join the department. There are currently five open firefighter positions available. The Moralton Fire Department serves the citizens of Moralton and responds as automatic and mutual aid to all of Conway County. It is a paid-per-run volunteer department that has been serving the community for over 100 years. The Department meets every Tuesday evening to train, perform maintenance, and handle department business. The Department is responsible for performing all firefighting, rescues, and other tasks as assigned for the City of Moralton. Qualified applicants should be at least 18 years old, with a valid driver's license, reside within the city limits of Moralton or within an acceptable radius of the city, be able to leave their place of employment to respond to calls, and attend weekly trainings. To apply, you can come to a training session on any Tuesday night at 6.30 at the North Fire Station on Harding Street, or you can contact any current member of the department. Now 7.41, let's check our market report. Here's Samantha Carson of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
1: On Wall Street, global equity markets finished lower, driven by an acceleration in U.S. and China tensions over Taiwan. US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi became the highest ranking American politician to visit Taiwan in 25 years, prompting China to announce missile tests and military drills, setting the stage for deterioration in the already tense relationship between the two countries. Asian equities lagged while European indexes held up better. Bonds also pulled back and yields rose after Fed officials signaled that the central bank has more work to do to fight inflation. The Dow closed at 32,396, down 402 points. NASDAQ closed at 12,348, down 20 points. Volume was heavy as 935 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to Kansans, AT&T was down 37 cents at $18.36. Bank of America was down 67 cents at $33.04. Deering Company was down $4.98 at $333.21. Energy Corporation was down $0.30 cents at $115.11. Under Armour was down $0.12 cents at $8.25. Simmons Bank was down $0.51 cents at $22, $23.35. Regents Financial was down $0.29 cents at $20.83. Southwestern Energy was down $0.15 at $6.77. Tyson Foods was down $0.66 at $87.51. Walmart was up $0.14 at $132.68. Live Ramp was up $0.19 at $27.11. Enterpublic Group was down $0.50 at $29.39. Nextera Energy was up 36 cents at $85.67. Natural gas was down 63 cents at $7.64. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down $8.30 at $1,779.40. Silver was down 39 cents at $13.97. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Marlton.
0: On our community calendar, a burn ban remains in effect for all of Conway County until further notice. Perry County has lifted their burn ban. Conway County Regional Water continues to ask its customers to conserve water in an effort to avoid a future shortage. The splash pad at Moralton City Park has been turned back on, though. The TC Vaughn Senior Activity Center has had a gas leak outside of their building. The gas has been temporarily shut off. Now, until repairs are made and the gas can be turned back on, The center will be unable to serve its congregate meal. Clients are welcome to bring a lunch and socialize, play cards and games at the center during regular program hours. And of course, the center hopes to have all repairs made as soon as possible. The town of Menifee is conducting a smoke test on its sewer lines today and tomorrow. Citizens are asked to be on the watch for smoke coming out of their vent pipes. The Bethel and Union Missionary Baptist Churches in Moralton will host the Mighty God Vacation Bible School Tonight through Friday at Bethel Baptist Church, 900 East Drilling Street. A meal is provided at 6. Classes continue until 8.30. The Democratic Party of Conway County is hosting the Walk a Mile Tour with gubernatorial candidate Chris Jones tonight at 6 at the Sullivan Park Pavilion on Rock Street in Moralton. Main Street Moralton's monthly First Thursday activities will be held tomorrow in downtown Moralton. Participating businesses will stay open 4 till 7 p.m. with special promotions for customers. Jason Lee Hale will perform a live acoustic set in the Broadway Pocket Park from 4.30 till 6.30. The Farmer's Market will be open 4 to 7 in the city parking lot of the 100th block of Commerce Street. The Perryville City Council meets Thursday night at 6.30 at the Perryville City Council Meeting Room. The Plumberville Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday night at 7. And Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church at 144 Mount Zion Loop will hold revival services Friday. A meal will be served at 6.00. The service will follow at 7 with a special guest speaker. The revival will continue at the same time, Friday, August 12th and Friday, August 19th. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM News Watch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, on our website or app, and you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 746, fair and 77 at the KVOM studios. Coming up a little later on, we'll visit with Mary Clark from the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather Always in touch. Patty Jean, stay back. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Okay, if you own the News
2: Walker Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. The high school football season will soon be upon us. The Marlton Devil Dogs will open their season August 26th against Russellville at Devil Dog Stadium. And before that, the Dogs will play a preseason benefit game at Conway on August 16th. They'll have their maroon gray scrimmage August 19th. Devil Dogs move to a new conference this season. After many years in the 5A West, Marlton will compete for at least the next two seasons in the 5A Central with the likes of Joe T. Robinson, B.B. Watson Chapel, Whitehall, Maumel, Pine Bluff, Mills, and longtime 5A West rival Volonian. The Eagles also changing conference this year. And they'll actually be the first five A Central team that Marlton plays this season on September 9th. And of course we'll once again bring you all the Devil Log football action. This season live on KVOM FM 101.7. Plus, you'll be able to watch a live stream of every game that will be synced with our audio broadcast. Former Arkansas Raysback Victor Isaiah Campbell has been promoted by the Seattle Mariners to the Arkansas Travelers roster. Campbell will work out of the bullpen for the drafts at High Everett this season. Campbell compiled a 0.82 ERA in 33 innings over 19 games, including four starts, and his perfect 10-for-10 10 and 10 save opportunities. There are plenty of chances to see Campbell in action in North Little Rock as the Crabs just kicked off a 12-game homestand last night. They beat Midland 7-5. They'll play the Rockhounds again tonight at 6.35 at Dickey Stevens Park. After making deals to acquire pitchers Jose Quintana and Jordan Montgomery prior to the trade deadline, the St. Louis Cardinals got home runs from Dylan Carlson, Paul Goldschmidt, and Nolan Arenado, along with seven shutout innings on the mound from Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina's return to the lineup And a 6 nothing win over the Chicago Cubs last night in the open over a three-game series at Bush Stadium. That win moves the Cards within two games of Milwaukee for first place in the National League Central Division standings. Cards take on the Cubs again tonight. First pitch at 6.45 p.m. live pregame coverage at 5.50 on Motone Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800 and on 92.7 Jack FM. Look at weather now on this Wednesday. Currently in Royalton, humidity is at 94 percent. South winds at six miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.95 inches. Low temperature this morning 76 degrees. High yesterday 96. A year ago today, the low was 67 at the high of 89. And here at the KVM studios, we got right at a tenth of an inch of rain yesterday, and that brings our total for the year to 33.18 inches. Our sunset this evening is 8.13, sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.22. And looking at the forecast today, we have mostly sunny skies expected, and then uh, I do have a slight chance of some afternoon showers and possibly thunderstorms. High near 95, heat index as high as 106, and a heat advisory will be in effect this afternoon from 1 to 8. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75, and then we'll have a little bit better chance of rain Thursday and Friday, 40% chance, with a high of 89 expected tomorrow, 90 on Friday. Still a slight chance of showers again on Saturday. Right now, we have partly cloudy skies, 77 degrees in Marlton at 751 on KVOM.
0: Newswatch continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Jean Member FDIC and Equal
2: Housing Lender. Approaching Lunder. 755 now on KVOM, and it is time for our close up interview this morning. Joined by Mary Clark with the University of Arkansas Community College at Marlton. Good morning. How are you?
3: Good morning and great. How are you?
2: Doing well. It is good to have you in once again. And I'm going to talk, talk about some exciting news first that we did uh, talk with you a little bit last week mm-hmm. on, but got. Uh, a uh, 2 million dollar grant to help, yes. help construct a new uh, a new facility on campus which is always exciting
3: that's right we are uh, that's obviously the big the big deal on campus right now um, that we were notified that we will be receiving two million dollars a federal grant from the department of commerce it's actually from the economic development administration the eda um, and this will allow us to start planning the building of a new allied health and science center which is a much needed facility on our campus has been for a long time Um, this was a grant we started working on about a year ago um, and through the help of the uh, West Central Arkansas Planning and Development District uh, in Arkansas, um, they helped facilitate that grant. We had a lot of letters of support from legislators, both on the federal and state level, as well as a lot of healthcare providers, hospitals, nursing homes, clinics, um, that helped uh, just prove that there is a need for this facility, that there is such a shortage of, of healthcare workers, not only nurses, but other types of healthcare professions. Um, so we were awarded the grant, um, and this is just the first step. Um, right. It's a, a kind of a lengthy process. Um, we also will be doing a match of $1.1 million locally um, from the college. Um, but what the $2 million will be used for is the site development uh, for the utility improvements um, for uh, getting the site ready and where we're we're planning to build it is on the east side of campus uh, right along University Boulevard kind of uh, south of the Kirk Building uh, and the Technology Building which interestingly are two of the oldest buildings on campus the Mm -hmm. first two that were constructed back in 1963 so and we will uh, start working on that what we'll start actually doing is in coordination with the University of Arkansas Board of Trustees and the uh, board uh, the, the office, the system office, um, working to make sure we have all the proper approvals in place, there's a lot of them, um, to begin looking at, uh, we we'll obviously have to go out on bid for architects and engineers. Um, we will look at sec- uh, securing additional sources of funding uh, you know the the two million plus our one million that we're putting in will will cover the site uh, development, um, but we still have to construct the building. Right. And so we will be looking at things like, of course, looking at our reserves, but also bonding issues, um, possibly private donations, uh, again partnerships with our healthcare. Uh, providers who may want to support us monetarily Um, and we will uh, go through that bidding process we have to do a capital project request through the board of trustees which um, you know i don't foresee any problems with getting that approved but it is a process that we have to go through and it takes a little bit of time and we had a with our application we had a kind of a skeleton design of the building um, that our on-call architects had, had uh, drawn for us so um uh, right now we're looking at kind of modifying the size we're looking right now at about thirty-six thousand square feet mm-hmm. uh, for the building and it will consolidate all of our current programs our uh, of course our practical nursing registered nursing mm-hmm. uh, the nursing assistant Uh, dietary management, um, and then we will also, um, we also are offering a lot of STEM transfer classes, the science, technology, engineering, and math classes for students who plan to transfer eventually to a four-year college to pursue a a health-related bachelor's degree. Um, So we will be able to greatly expand those programs as well. And then hopefully this facility will allow us to also look at exploring other programming in healthcare, other than nursing in addition to nursing uh, also expanding our capacity for how many nurses that we generate each year Um, but also other things uh, in the medical field all sorts of uh, possibilities there Um, but we are looking at probably breaking ground in about 18 months Mm -hmm. um, realistically Um, and then uh, that would be fall 2023 and then um a grand opening hopefully in fall 2025 so but we're mm-hmm. super excited we are very thankful to all of the support for all the support we got from the again the local legislators uh from the uh, health care providers the administrators of hospitals and clinics um, because that really had a bearing on it was a very competitive grant process but we're, we're glad to finally be through it and excited about uh the groundbreaking coming up in the future so
2: Yep, absolutely going to be uh exciting so we uh, have to wait uh, a little bit obviously to actually see that uh, come through but this was first first right. big big important and, step and we'll give some sneak so, peeks like yeah.
3: the once we get the uh, artist renderings the, the architectural plans yeah. um, you know we can show those and and get people would start generating some excitement and building up to the actual groundbreaking and, and we do actually turn dirt
2: so. yeah. all right very exciting and uh, did get also a couple of uh, some smaller, smaller grants for yes. some of the workforce <clears throat> programs.
3: Yes, we recently received two uh, regional uh, workforce grants from Arkansas Division of Higher Education. Um, they were both transportation-related grants. One was for $155,000, uh, and that is for our diesel uh, program. And we have um, we have just started that program back up, so we want to grow it. We want to add some additional trucks uh, to, for the, uh, the students to work on. Um, and then we also, the commercial driver training, we got a $59,000 grant for that. Um, and those are two growing uh, programs the uh, CDL program is a workforce program short-term workforce program um, and it goes every four weeks 160 hours uh, three students at a time and we are actually full um, on that through the end of the year so it's very popular but uh, people can get on a waiting list we have a lot of companies uh, supporting that and paying for their their drivers to go through that program or future drivers Um, so we were really excited to get those, uh, those ADHE grants as well. So, um, things like that, that's what allows us to get that equipment. That is expensive equipment and the latest state of the art equipment that we need to, to provide the education and training for those, those students. But, um, and, uh, so we'll, we'll be looking at possibly working with uh, some of the trucking companies to help us uh and get that additional truck and we are expanding our uh, driver training also to like school bus training mm-hmm. uh, pa- uh school bus driver and then uh, also passenger van mm-hmm. um, and some class b license as well as the class a license that we also okay. uh, that we currently offer
2: all right yep always uh, excited to get those grants uh, it'll yes. certainly help those programs and uh, course we're about ready for the fall semester so I guess uh, the registration I guess still going on (laughs)
3: yes uh, yes it's coming it's coming up quickly Uh, fall semester begins Wednesday August 24th Um, right now we are um, advising by appointment and we'll be doing that through Friday August 17th um, and going through our Student Success Center to uh, have students meet with an advisor returning students can then register online after they meet with their advisor make sure they've got the right classes in their schedule and then um, we will begin a walk-in advising um, the 18th um, and run through the 23rd on that the day before classes start we will have a special Saturday registration on August 20th from 10 to 2 um, and people can walk in that day as well so but yes it's coming up quickly
2: so. Yep, very exciting and uh, I don't know if you know uh, how, how Numbers are looking yet. We look at those yep. every
3: day and yep. track them from the uh, same time last year, and they're looking really good. We're a little bit above what we were last year on this, uh, looking like yesterday's numbers. Um, we were a little bit ahead, so we're hoping that trend stays and even grows some in the next c- couple of weeks before school starts. Yep.
2: Very good. Exciting. August 24th, first day, so get uh, get registered. For sure. All right. Anything else for us this morning?
3: Um, Well, we do have a position open for a directional drilling instructor. Um, If anyone is interested or knows anyone is interested, it's kind of a a hard position to fill because um, the people that are in the workforce are pretty happy where they are. But we are going to be starting that directional drilling, horizontal drilling program that will um, is targeted toward allowing for uh, drilling. Uh, for expanded broadband and uh, and fiber op- optics in mm-hmm. the rural areas. So sure. um, that's something we're just trying to get the word out. The position openings on our website. Um, and so, again, just uh, appreciate people spreading the word and, and contacting us if they're interested in that.
2: All right. UACCM.edu. That's right. Place to mm-hmm. get all the info. Yes. All right. Mary Clark with UACCM. We thank you so much. Right. Thank you. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.